Good afternoon, everyone. This is Lindsay Shoemaker, regional advocate on the Ford Direct team at dealer.com. Today, we are going to be talking about something that is a hot topic in the industry. It has been a hot topic in the industry lately, and that is how we continue to advertise our vehicles and optimize all of our opportunities um, with the chip shortage, with the inventory shortage. So today with me, I have Mike Latronica and Brad Eiffel. Um, both of these gentlemen are DDC employees. They work on our advertising teams. I'm going to go ahead have them introduce themselves, and then we will dive into the bulk of our content today. Thanks, Lindsay. Hi, my name is Mike Latronica. I am a manager of advertising strategist here at dealer.com. Uh, before that, I spent five years on the Ford Direct team as an ad strategist dealing directly with clients. And uh, my name is Brad Eiffel. I am also a manager of advertising strategist here at dealer.com. Uh, spent several years on the Ford team as well uh, and have been in EDMS and retail ever since. Great. Thank you guys for the introductions. Um, let's just get to it. So again, as I mentioned earlier, this is a hot topic among dealerships and essentially everyone that works in the automotive industry right now. So Mike, my first question is for you. What is the trends um, that you're currently seeing with dealers and advertising right now when it comes to the current state of the automotive industry? Sure. Yeah. I mean, like you said, you know, uh, inventory shortages and the chip shortages that are kind of the cause of that have been, um, you know, kind of ongoing e even since really uh, kind of COVID started. We've had kind of these issues. So um, something that uh, we, you know, advised during COVID and then again now during kind of the chip shortage is to, you know, not really cut back on advertising, um, you know, keeping your name and your brand in front of um, customers is, is super important, even more so in times like this. Um, and so while a lot of dealers, um, you know, don't really have the inventory to sustain high advertising budgets for things like new or used vehicles, um, we have been recommending that they shift those funds into other areas of their business. Uh, mainly service is a big one. Um, some dealerships do a lot of parts business. That's another one. Um, a lot of uh, dealers that I had dealt with have started doing things like mobile service calls. So they have like a truck that goes out. We've been advertising a lot of that kind of stuff. So um, really a lot of branding, even if it's OEM branding um, for, you know, Ford, Ford dealership or uh, Ford vehicles, they might not have the car on the lot to sell you, but perhaps you can put in a custom order um, and just continue to build and maintain the relationships that they have with their customers, even if it's not necessarily through new or used vehicle advertising directly. Great. Thank you, Mike. Um, Brad, my next question is actually for you. Um, so we've seen a trend among um, some dealerships due to the chip shortage where advertising strategies are being changed, um, possibly lowering a budget. Um, what implications are you seeing um, since you do manage the advertising strategist team and you are digging into these accounts on a daily basis? Um, what implications are you seeing as far as pausing spend, uh, reducing advertising spend? Um, what are the trends that have um, you know, been occurring since this chip shortage has begun with those dealerships that have chosen to take that route? Yeah, I mean, the implications are pretty straightforward. It's it's less traffic to the website. The reality is, is even with the chip shortage, even with uh, a lot of us getting stuck inside for the, the past couple of years with, with everything to do with the pandemic, people are still shopping. 
And to cut out advertising altogether just lowers your ranking in the overall market, right? So you want to make sure you're still maintaining that digital presence because there's no telling what your competitors are doing if they're staying front of mind. Uh, a great example of that is at the beginning of the pandemic and all through the chip shortage, I was a manager over a large group. That large group refused to go offline. They they stayed with their full budget through the entire mar or, or through the entire downturn. And the implications of that is they're now selling completely into their pipeline. They have bought out a couple of the other local dealerships that were able to maintain that type of presence. And when things started to come back, when, when inventory has continued to pick up, as we've seen it, they've lost their presence in the market. The, the big name in that market is the one that stayed steady and not saying that everyone has to stay steady, but still maintain some sort of presence. Otherwise, you risk losing relevancy and losing the the ability for your customers to know that you are there that you exist i think that's a, a really good point you know we noticed that um, particularly after covid uh dealers that cut back or pause their advertising entirely real honestly never recovered right they never got back to uh the cachet of the market that they that they had whatever that was um and so you know that maintaining of presence is something that uh, cannot be understated i think for a lot of people right you you just don't really get that back other people are going to step into that spot and they're gonna they're gonna win over the the customers that you worked so hard over the years to you know kind of build up so so for um just kind of piggybacking off of that so for those dealerships that um, you know, they do have extremely low inventory right now and they are insistent on lowering a budget. Um, I know many dealerships have, instead of lowering their budget, have actually taken those funds and focused on other areas of the business, um, specifically fixed stops. So can we talk a little bit about um, moving budget from one profit center to another and the impact that you've seen upon that strategy versus lowering the budget um, altogether and really how that has affected dealerships and again has given them additional opportunity that they may not have necessarily had before. Yeah, absolutely. So one thing, you know, about about shifting budget, obviously, is you're going to get a different type of lead, you're going to get a different type of customer, right? This isn't somebody who's necessarily coming in to look at a new car, uh, or even a used car, or something like that. It's somebody who maybe, uh, you know, maybe wants a new car, but has chosen to maintain their current vehicle um, until, you know, maybe inventory gets where they want it. And so keeping that person kind of in your orbit via things like parts and service, fixed stops, all that kind of stuff, uh, I think is really important. And and the dealerships who are able to successfully do that are the ones who can then sell a car, you know, six months down the line, right? Maybe, yeah, that person has wanted a, car, a new car for a while now, but, you know, they just haven't, you know, seen the right vehicle or they haven't seen the right inventory that they want. And so really kind of continuing to engage with that client and make sure that your brand is top of mind through things like fixed ops is, I think, extremely important. Um, you know, that is is kind of the whole point of advertising, right? Is to make sure that customers, you know, know you're still there, right? Even even the big brands, you know, uh, national brands like Nike, Coca-Cola, places like that, right? They're always advertising. It's like everybody knows what Coca-Cola is, but they continue to advertise just to keep reminding you that they're there. So um, turning to, to the things that you do best in fixed stops, I think is probably, um, you know, important, right? Not everybody's got a body shop, but maybe you do. Maybe your body shop is really good. Let's 
put that out there and get more people in the door that way, right? Maybe you have, um, you know, a quick lane and you can get people in and out for oil changes on their lunch break, right? Let's give that convenience to the customer and make sure that they have a good experience while doing it. Yes, your your leads are going to change and the type of customer you're servicing is going to change. But, you know, anybody coming through your door is a potential sale uh, either now or later. So yeah. I think that's the important thing there. And tagging on to that too, it's it's not a shock to anyone uh, uh, in or from the car business that I know when I was in dealerships, uh, I sold and, and was a salesperson, but I heard it from the GM all the time, like be good to the service department because they're who keeps the lights on. You know what I mean? Dealerships are there to sell cars, but the reality is, is there's a huge profit right out back in that service department. So there's no reason not to be driving them traffic uh, to Mike's point, they can turn into sales later on down the line. But the reality is, is that service traffic is just as important as any sales traffic. Uh, and it's, it's worth, it's worth investing. in. And we often get caught up sometimes because a lot of the people that we're speaking to, uh, in, in the dealerships are sales managers. It's not often the GM. Um, or it's the internet manager who's also tasked with sales. But there is a service department, there is a service department manager uh, who I'm sure would be very happy to have that that bulk of traffic coming in as well. One thing that I have run into personally when when dealing with some clients is they say, well, you know, we're already booked out two weeks. You know, I don't think we can handle any more service traffic. But at least for for my money, it's like maybe maybe it's time to consider, you know, maybe expanding that. See if you um, you know, see if you can can get a, a couple more texts or maybe you can turn people quicker and you can get more, you know, a couple more appointments in per day, something like that. Maybe uh, open up the services you offer too. Um, you know, all those kind of things can help grow the service department and that revenue that is not as sexy as a new vehicle sale, but it's still revenue that I think a lot of dealerships, you know, 100% need, so. Definitely. And I, I think the fixed ops conversation that we're having right now definitely falls into that category of best practices for dealerships during the inventory shortage. Can you give our listeners, our dealers, a few additional um, best practices, you know, very high level that they can really implement during this time to ensure that their strategy is as strong as it was pre-inventory shortage? Sure. Yeah. I mean, to your point, fixed ops is, is a big part of best practices. It's, it's maintaining a revenue stream. It's maintaining your stature in the market. Um, some other best practices are don't hesitate. And, and I know that we have rules on Ford that prevent this, but don't hesitate to buy your name because just because Ford prohibits uh, our dealers from buying each other's names, that doesn't mean that there's not a CJR store, a, a um, why can't I think of anything other than CDJR? Uh, <laughs> any, any given brand, Hyundai, Toyota, that isn't trying to buy your name and cut into that side of the market share uh, with either sales, because while cross-selling didn't used to be as big, right now consumers are looking for whatever vehicle they can get a hold of sometimes. So they they may be trying to cut in that way and then right back to fixed ups. They, their service department, there's plenty of, of uh, off brands that aren't Ford that are offering to, to service any make. So you wanna make sure, again, it's all about maintaining that presence. Um, so don't be afraid to buy your name. Don't be afraid to buy those branded keywords. 
it's just about specificity as far as best practices right now. You have to remain specific and flexible. As inventory comes in, let's advertise for that inventory. As it goes out, let's shut that down and reallocate those funds elsewhere. Uh, it's, it's important to maintain the presence the best you can is, is the overall best practice in my eyes. Um, whether that's through Facebook search, what have you, just make sure that you're continuing to advertise so that you can continue to sell into your pipeline. Make sure that you're, you're not sitting on any inventory because there's no reason for it right now. Um, so yeah, I guess summarize best practices, maintain your presence, uh, make sure you're buying your name or at least the, the city you're in and, you know, Ford dealer, that sort of thing. Uh, and try and make sure that you're capturing those, those, uh, fixed ops leads. Yeah. I think the, uh, the other thing that's, you know, kind of important to know about those quote unquote dealer general type keywords and campaigns is that frequently people don't search for oil change necessarily. They just search for a dealer near them that could do an oil change. Right. So frequently, you know, you will get people who kind of have a more general search strategy like that. And, you know, you still want to collect those leads as well. So while you, you do definitely want to have like a fixed ops campaign specifically with specific services that you offer, you know, continuing to maintain that uh, dealer brand presence in your local area uh, will also bring in those kind of fixed ops leads as well. In addition to obviously people who are shopping and things like that, it kind of does double duty there. The other thing that I would say would be uh, another good best practice is don't be afraid to get the service managers involved, right? Don't be afraid to get them on the phone with your advertising strategist and offer up, you know, um, coupons that you guys are doing, specials that you guys are running, um, Facebook AIA ads or social image ads even can be um, a good place to to put out certain specials and stuff like that. So there's, there's a lot of different areas that you can focus on. We do have uh, display ads that are focused on service as well. Um, so there's a lot of different channels that you can kind of utilize with your advertising strategist in order to uh, reach the right customers out there. Um, you don't want to necessarily rely just on a single campaign, like a search campaign or something like that, but kind of diversify what you're doing, um, you know, get get some custom assets for display or for Facebook, right? Have your advertising strategist, um, you know, set up custom site links for you that are going to land on your service pages specifically, right? Give uh, any visitor to the site a reason to, to stay there or to book an appointment or, you know, just to continue to engage with your brand. So. Perfect. Thank you, Mike and Brad. We appreciate all of the insight that you have provided today. Um, for everyone who's listening, if you are at a dealership, um, if you're working at a dealership, if you're a dealer principal, a general manager, whatever that role may be, make sure that you stay engaged with the individual or the team that is working on your advertising strategy with you. Um, it's more important now than ever that you continue to optimize this strategy and ensure that it fits your business goals and your business model. Um, so again, um, to Mike and Brad, they've given us a ton of great ideas, a lot of great insight. I want to say thank you again, and please reach out to your team if you have any additional questions. Thank you, everyone. Thanks, Lindsay.